You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, January the 29th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. On the Syrian border by the southern Golan Heights, IDF forces opened fire on two armed Syrian nationals who had crossed the international border and approached the border fence, seriously wounding one of them. It later emerged that they were armed with hunting rifles and were apparently hunting, Khan reports. The forces had opened fire in line with arrest protocols. The injured Syrian received initial treatment at the scene and was taken to hospital in Israel. Funerals are being held for the seven people murdered in Friday night's Palestinian shooting attack in Jerusalem's Neve Yaakov neighborhood. At the Har HaMenuchot Cemetery in Jerusalem, funerals were held for Rafael Ben Eliyahu, aged 56, and Shaul Chai, aged 68. Last night, 14-year-old Asher Natan was laid to rest in Har HaMenuchot. The couple Eli and Natalie Mizrahi, aged 48 and 45, respectively, were buried in Bet Shemesh. Funeral details have not yet been released for Ilya Sosansky, age 26, and Irina Korolova, a Ukrainian citizen who worked as a caregiver. Three people wounded in the Neve Yaakov attack remained hospitalized, two at Hadassah Mount Scopus Hospital and one at Sharay Tzedek Hospital. None are in life-endangering condition. Also hospitalized at Sharay Tzedek Hospital in Jerusalem are the two Israelis wounded in yesterday's shooting attack by the city of David, a father and his 22-year-old son. The son, an IDF paratroopers officer who was off duty, managed to shoot and wound the terrorist, a 13-year-old East Jerusalem resident, despite his own injuries. The two weekend terror attacks came amid heightened tensions following Thursday's Israeli security forces raid in Jenin against an Islamic Jihad terror cell that left 10 Palestinians dead, most of them gunmen. Thursday overnight saw rocket fire from Palestinian terror groups in Gaza and southern Israel and Israeli retaliatory airstrikes on terror targets in the Gaza Strip. No injuries or damage were caused by the Palestinian rocket fire. Meanwhile, the security establishment is on a heightened alert. Police say there are more than 40 warnings of attacks. In line with last night's security cabinet decision, Israeli forces overnight sealed the home in the East Jerusalem neighborhood of Ator of Alkam Kairi, the terrorist who carried out the Neve Yaakov attack. Kairi had no prior terror-related offenses. He was killed by police on Friday night while trying to flee the scene of the attack. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in remarks at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting, said that he has instructed the National Security Council to review the other measures that were raised in last night's security cabinet decisions. We are ready for any possibility. In addition to the decision to seal the home of the terrorist from the Neve Yaakov attack, the security cabinet decided to revoke national insurance rights and benefits of terrorists' families, revoke the Israeli identity cards of families of terrorists, expedite the firearm licensing process, reinforce police and military forces and step up operations to seize illegal arms. The cabinet also decided to take steps to strengthen settlement as a response to the attacks. 
The Palestinian Authority Foreign Ministry condemned the Israeli Security Cabinet decisions as collective punishment and racist. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, is slated to meet in Egypt today with the president and foreign minister. Blinken, who is on a three-day visit to the region, is slated to hold talks tomorrow in Israel and the Palestinian Authority. In other news, the Jerusalem District Court has handed down a life sentence plus 20 years to Arafat Rafayat of Hebron, the terrorist who raped and murdered 19-year-old Ori Ansbacher near Enyael in southern Jerusalem some four years ago. Near the settlement of Kadumim in Samaria, a community security team member shot and killed an armed Palestinian man who was spotted by surveillance cameras approaching the community. The assailant was not able to infiltrate the settlement. The incident occurred last night. Protests against the government's judicial reform took place again last night in Tel Aviv. They opened with a minute of silence for those murdered in the Neve Yaakov attack. Demonstrations were held in other cities as well. The weather outlook heading into a wintry week, much colder today with a chance of local rain, mostly light in the north and center. Tomorrow, colder with rain gathering strength overnight. Tuesday calls for intermittent rain accompanied by thunderstorms in the north and the center. Local snowfall in the northern Negev. Snow on the Hermon, chance of flooding in along the coast and in streams of the Judean Desert and the Dead Sea region. The maximum temperatures in the main centers... Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 16, Beersheba 20, and in Eilat going up to 24 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs> 